I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast that introduces you to the leaders and visionaries who are changing our world. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of NHK World Japan's interview series, Direct Talk. Today, entrepreneur Joseph Prusa introduces us to a refreshing way to do business, delighting in small human touches and an open approach that sees design shared and improved upon without any need for possessiveness or patents. The Czech innovator is a great example of someone who followed the flow of life to find his purpose. A passion for music led to a desire to make his own equipment, and that led him to 3D printing. He now runs one of the largest 3D printing farms. The impact of these machines is set to be huge. Imagine a world where people make a lot of what they need in their own homes. Those goods would no longer need to travel by ships, trucks, or planes, and nor would they need to be wrapped in single-use plastic. Joseph's ambition is to make 3D printers understood by all and accessible to all. And he is working on that ambition with an appealing humility and transparency. Enjoy listening to Joseph, and I'll meet you on the other side. Here's narrator Stuart Varnum Atkin. Rows of orange devices neatly laid out in a huge room. What on earth are they? Here you see just part of our uh, 3D printing farm. It is actually one of, well, not one of the largest, the largest. Uh, we have Guinness World Record. Today, the market for 3D printers is rapidly expanding. What we are doing here, we are printing parts for printers. Roughly 30% of our printer is made out of the 3D printed parts. Using 3D printers to create new 3D printers. In Prague, in the Czech Republic, 120,000 units are being propagated annually to be marketed all over the world. For the general public, this printer model boasts the world's top share. We investigated the secrets of a magic machine which meets clients' needs. Is that Venus de Milo behind you? Yes. Uh, that, is, uh, that is 3D printed. And this is a wonderful showcase that you can actually print bigger things than, than the printer itself. Because you, you print it in parts and you assemble it together. 3D printers can print all kinds of figures, large and small, in three dimensions. And spray paint in them results in elaborate creations. We are using two methods. We are using the FDM or SLA. In both cases, you take a 3D model, and virtually in a computer, you are, you are slicing it. Like if you are slicing potato into thin chips, and then each of this, uh, th these little slices is recreated uh, with the material. The FDM or FFF uh, method is using a th thin filament strand. Uh, it, it is like two millimeters uh, little plastic strand and you are melting it 
in something which resembles a hot glue gun. With the SLA method, uh, you are using, as I said, the same slices, but you have a liquid resin uh, which uh, gets uh, hard with the UV light. The cheapest printer is 350 euros and the most expensive model around 2,500 euros. The general public can afford these reasonable prices. Three D printers are now in demand in a wide range of fields. Here, they are printing human hearts and kidneys. Printing is carried out based on the data acquired by CT scanning. Using copies of patients' organs, doctors can prepare themselves for operations by conducting thorough simulations. That is actually a quite standard thing uh, in the in the 3D printing and medical field. But the, the most heartwarming thing uh, was that I found out that when uh, when somebody donates the kidney, they actually after the operation is successful, they will give give them a 3D printed uh, kidney of their own. So basically, they don't lose it. They can look at it and see that they saved someone's life. In the academic field as well, 3D printing is actively being used. At this Egypt-related exhibition, for example, ancient artifacts that cannot be taken out of Egypt were reproduced using a 3D printer. Exhibits which can not only be viewed, but can also be actually touched, were very popular. The human senses, it is not, not just seeing what you want to feel, the texture and the way and, and see it, and basically see it with your hands. And for vision impaired people, it is even more, uh, even more uh, important. Uh, the best satisfaction for me is, for example, th this happened a couple, a couple of days ago. Again, another medical, medical field. I, I'm watching uh, TV and there is a researcher who is working on some uh, breakthrough medical and then I see in the background our printer in the back. They are just little tools which help people create their dreams. The speed at which Prusa's printers are spreading worldwide has surprised even Josef, their original designer. A breakthrough idea called the open source approach is the key factor behind this rapid growth. So the, the printer is open source. The, the fact that it is open source gives uh, people a lot of credibility and they can see how it's made, that it is made from quality parts, and there went a, big, a lot of thought into, into it. The open source approach means making the source codes required for development freely available to anyone. The blueprints for Prusa printers can be downloaded. Uh, there, there are many advantages. But from the regular company standpoint, uh, it, it is saving us so much time. So instead of tr uh, expending energy on trying to patent stuff, which takes ages, and then if, uh, if somebody is breaking it, uh, the, the energy of trying to uh, solve it, instead we take this huge amount of energy and spend it on making new stuff and making it better. Development from scratch involves loads of tasks. 
Instead of that, producing better products by sharing information around the globe is the basic idea of the open source approach. And uh, also, as I, as I already mentioned, uh, people can improve on the printers themselves. It, it is a great advantage for the research institutions, the schools and, and other organizations. But isn't taking the open source approach disadvantageous for the company's profits? For us, uh, we don't have disadvantage uh, from, our, from our experience. They share this feedback with us, so it is much more efficient to, to, gather, the, to gather the feedback and uh, make the improvements. And that is a big advantage of the 3D printing, that we are not uh, restricted by the, for example, injection molding forms. Uh, that means uh, traditional companies, they have a huge upfront investment into the molds for injection molding. And then they have to run, you know, 100,000 pieces uh, through the molds for, for them to pay off. We don't have that upfront cost, so we can change the design and improve it all the time. By taking an open source approach, their customers around the world provide the company with ideas to improve the printers. Since its foundation, the company has been accepting opinions from its customers, and it has updated the machines more than 20 times. As a result, the user-friendly printers have attracted great support. Uh, with us uh, specifically, to be honest, I stopped checking after the first 100,000. <laughs> but I would say that now we are close to 300,000 uh, shipped worldwide. Right now, we are doing 11,000 printers every month. That is, uh, that is a lot of printers. We would never expect it that it would, uh, it would go so fast. Their printers now enjoy huge sales, but things were different in the past. Ten years ago, Yosef tweeted this comment. Wow, I've sold three Mendel kits during five days. My biggest hobby was, uh, was uh, music. So I was DJing a lot from the vinyls, but at some point I wanted to do something more advanced. So I started to build my own uh, music controllers uh, to, to control my DJ set better. That is how I found out about 3D printing. From, from then, uh, my life was consumed, from, uh, by, was consumed by 3D printing. <laughs> Josef Prusa was born in 1990, just after the Velvet Revolution. At the age of 19, he participated in the Rip Rap project in England an initiative to develop 3D printers with an open-source approach. He worked hard together with his colleagues. Uh, my design overtook the, overtook the previous models in the RepRap project. I became one of the main developers and I was traveling around the globe and speaking on conferences about it, but all the people around me asked me, okay, I, I know I can build it myself, but I want you to build it for me. And at some point after the years, uh, it, it just got ridiculous how many people were asking me to, to, to sell them parts. So I formed a company and it slowly, and it slowly grew from there. Inside each box containing a printer, there is a secret which has helped the company's major breakthrough. Every printer, we ship a bit of candy at the beginning. We were not sure uh, if we will get everything right, 
So this was a little gift in case we, some, we mess up something. And people are joking that they, they bought uh, a pack of Haribo bears and they got a free printer with it. Moreover, the manual for assembling a printer includes kind notes regarding the timing of snacks. The company never forgets adding a playful touch for its users. You know, in this world of, of business, hard business, you know, most efficient, it is very nice to have something heartwarming uh, and to, to improve the experience just by giving a small gift and playing around with it. In 2020, Prusa delivered a different type of innovative present to the entire world. This face shield. And basically when the pandemic started, uh, it turned out that there is a great shortage of uh, personal and productive equipment. And uh, I quickly assembled a team at our company and uh, got into contact with uh, Czech Health Ministry and to, with their, uh, with their uh, consultations in roughly three days, we started produ pr pr production of the face shields. And we also shared the design uh, under non-commercial license online. It quickly became uh, the model of choice and it was that there were millions of pieces printed all around the globe. And just, uh, just ourselves here in Czech Republic, we've made uh, 250,000, which we gave away for free to, to the Czech hospitals and doctors and other institutions. Quarter of a million. That's a lot. <laughs> Experiencing the pandemic has also increased the awareness of new possibilities for 3D printers. Everyone has a, like a small personal factory at their home or at their office. And for example, at the very, very beginning, uh, there was a couple of villages which were like so infected that they were closed off. Nobody could get in or out. But there were one or two people who had a 3D printer. So they could start making, uh, making the face shields in those uh, villages under quarantine. I mean, here in the developed world, uh, when the big uh, uh, production companies called up with injection molding and stuff, that is the one thing. But if you are living something very remotely, it might take another two, three months before it gets gets to you. So that is uh, the huge advantage of the 3D printing, that it is decentralized. So what kind of future does Josef think will be brought by the technology created using 3D printers? From the technology standpoint, uh, we, we cannot go much further. There is so much work to do is to make it uh, much more easier to use uh, for regular people who have no experience in 3D modeling or technologies, basically to make it uh, to the level of a 2D printer. But I think there is a big advantage uh, as we were uh, speaking about the decentralized manufacturing as, as we were speaking with the, uh, with the face shields, because uh, I mean, so much, so much material and resources are wasted on packaging just to make it possible to travel from point of manufacturing to the other side of the planet. And then you just take it off and throw it away. 
So this this might be uh, 3D printing might be solution for that that you you make the stuff locally. Finally, we asked Yosef to share his cherished motto. Happy printing. That is that is our company motto. Every every time we do something, we end it with happy printing. <laughs> It's not what you do, but how you do it. That's what Joseph's motto made me think. The moment and task right in front of you is the most important thing there is. Focus on it with positivity and you'll get the right result. I've also been reminded that small things really do make a difference. It's the butterfly effect. The unexpected surprise of Joseph's sweets improves his customer's day. And in turn, they're probably kinder to the people they encounter and so on. Our gestures and actions matter. They have a domino effect. And if we all try to approach everything we do with that in mind, we will improve things for everyone. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript for this episode as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I'm Chloe Potter. Do join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes.